You're listening to Scratch and Sniff Online with Nick Randall. Another top guest for us today in SNS land, DJ producer Tom James, who at the age of 19 has already developed a good back catalogue of quality dance music tracks available online. He's also no one-trick pony, having traversed a range of dance music genres in the process. So let's check out some of his work. gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Tom James. So Tom James, welcome so much to Scratch and Sniff Online. As I was saying to you earlier in the sort of pre-warm-up that I've noticed that you've done some really classy tracks, but in so many different genres of dance music. I mean, you've done hip-hop, chill-out stuff, house. Are you trying to find a sound that suits you, or are you really embracing everything that's out there? Well, I think I'm just trying to sort of practice my skills and make sure that I can make those sort of tracks because I thought I never want to release anything that I'm not happy with. So if it's mm. not good enough to release, then it shouldn't be out there. Right? You've uh, presumably been making quite a lot of contacts over years with, with your music. I mean, you've done a lot of remixes. But have you done any collaborations yet? Well, I haven't. I haven't. We've sort of done collaborations between a few friends where someone would send some samples that they've made and then right. we'd put them in but I've never done an actual sort of solid collaboration sort of thing. So let's sort of wind this back to the beginning then. What sort of music were you enjoying as you grew up? And it can be as embarrassing as you like. Well, I think it was just sort of a mixture of drum and bass. Which is what I started out as, as a DJ. And hip hop as well. If you don't know my voice by now, then rude boy, check out the face. If you don't know my voice by now, then rude boy, check out the face. YouTube.com forward slash man better know rack up the place. Don't act like you don't know. Growing up, I had CDs that had been passed down to me that I used to listen to, and that's sort of how I like developed my musical taste. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the same with me, actually, because I have two brothers, two sisters, so I, the, the music sort of filtered down, as did their socks. Scratch and sniff. With Nick Randall. When did you first decide that you wanted to create music yourself? Well, I've always wanted to do production and produce my own tunes, but I started DJing when I was 14, 
and I sort of made the transition about two years later, sort of 16, 17, I thought, now that I'm doing my A-level music right. subject, I thought, well, I'm now learning the software to use, so I thought, why not start now and develop those skills at the same time as education? So that's obviously answered my next question, because people who are listening to this who are starting out, like, how do I get the equipment set up? And I know it's a lot easier now with computers, but you basically did it, what, at your school or college or...? Well, I learned one program at college, which was Cubase. Yeah. So I sort of worked my way around that, and then I could take home those skills and use it on my own software and sort of develop from there, really. So what's the first track you're proud of, and what genre was it, and um, how did you get it out there? Uh, proud, I would think. Well, the first songs I was making, I was proud at the time because I thought, this sounds good because yeah. I've only just started sort of thing. But as you go on, you listen back to the ones you've done before and you think, well, that was crap, basically. And then you go back and you make a new one and you think, I've developed my talent so much more from the last one that it sounds so different. Let's start with hip-hop then. Is there a particular one that's available um, we can play now that you thought that, yeah, I really nailed that? Well, I've got a little EP that I made of instrumental hip-hop beats, but I haven't released it yet. But I was thinking earlier I probably should release this because it's just a waste of free music Absolutely. sitting on my hard drive. So. Yeah. And, that, and obviously that's something else. You're quite often happy to, for these to be free downloads for, to people to, to get your work out there. Uh, well, I made a song called A Garden of Peace, which is sampling a song of the similar name by... Lonnie Liston Smith, which was a jazz pianist. Cool. And um, yeah, I used the sample for that because I heard it in a drum and bass track actually. Right. And I thought I could probably make something good hip hop wise out of this. So I made that and I was really happy with it in the end.
You're listening to Scratch and Sniff Online with me, Nick Randall, with my special guest, DJ, producer, all-round good guy, Tom James. Let's talk about live gigs. What sort of stuff have you done over the years? I've had a few small gigs, DJ-wise, and also recently I've been collaborating with someone that actually lives in Trunch right now, mm-hmm. called Frosty, who's a rapper and a beatboxer. And we do di- gigs together now, we sort of... I DJ, he raps, and then we sort of get booked together, sort of thing. So, I, mean, you do, I think you seem to remember you did some competitions as well. Wasn't there one up in Birmingham, or am I making this up? No, we did do a competition in Norwich, it was the audition. Oh, right. yeah. And that was for his college, Access to Music, who have a place in each city. And we won the audition for that, so the final is in Birmingham. Right, right. Unless he's done a lot of remixes, what do you feel you add to what is the original track? Well, when I hear a song that I thought, oh, I should probably do a remix of this, I always think, I reckon I could add something more to it, or if it was me producing it, I would do this sort of thing. So if I want to do a remix, I'd go through it and think, this is how I want it to be. So I put all my ideas down, and if it sounds good, then I'll release it. Right? Sure. You seem to add quite a percussive, is that is that a word, quality to your remixes. I mean, would, would, you, would you stand by that? Yeah, I always think... The key to a track is a good drum beat, so if it's not good enough and it doesn't sound good enough, then yeah. it's not going to entice you in to listen to it. Really. What was that one you did? Gold Dust. That was, oh, that was awesome. That was probably the first remix I actually did, actually. That was oh, two and a half years ago now. And we played that on Scratch and Sniff. It was great. I've been reviewing all, obviously all your stuff. There are so many that I, I was writing them down and put, yeah, I want to use that one. I want to use that one. Let's go through some of them anyway. If you could, if you disagree, then we'll go to another one. Um, the first one I got is a, sh- a track called Puppy, uh, which is what I wrote in here, Classy House. Yeah, I, I did like that track. I thought I want to make a song that sounds like I beef a sort of tech house, but I didn't want to make it too underground so people that didn't really listen to it wouldn't think, what is this sort of thing? Sure. So I wanted it to appeal to as many people as possible.
and smooth. Obviously, we've talked about the fact that um, you're dealing with a lot of different genres. Are you looking to specialise in one genre at some point, or don't you feel that an artist has to? I mean, if you put an album out and they think, oh, that's Tom James, I know what I'm going to get, and it's going to be a bit different each time, are you concerned that um, you know, you're going to have fans for certain stuff? But how would you gather it all together to have your crowd follow you? Well, normally when I release like a free EP or something like that, I always make sure they're similar styles because I don't want to mix them up too much that people would kind of think, well, I'm not a fan of that, so I won't listen to it. Sure. But then again, at the same time, I don't want to like pigeonhole myself to one genre and no, think absolutely. this is the yeah. only thing you can do. Yeah. And if I get yeah. bored of it, I won't listen to it anymore because it's the only thing mm. he actually makes. Really. Well, I think it's really progressive. I mean, I'd love to, to be following an artist where where they are doing different styles of stuff, but doing them well. Because, I mean, you get some you get some bands who will just try to 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 ape somebody else's style just to be cool they suddenly do a jazz number and it's like oh just just do what you do and nothing else and that's fine you know what i mean but with you it's, it seems it seems quite different so let's have another track now and segue into that track by talking about the process you went through to get that track out there and one you're proud of obviously well the track i've chosen is evisa which is obviously ib for in spanish um, it's a track that I was inspired by by a CD that I have, which is the IB for Annual 2001, where the whole CD is progressive sort of trance tunes, and they're all really uplifting, and it's just a good CD to listen to. So I thought I'm gonna try and recreate that sound because obviously these days all the new stuff is completely different to the older style of trance. So I thought I'll make something that sounds classic, but isn't a blatant rip-off sort of thing. No, absolutely. And I mean, how many tracks do you tend to use? How many how many layers to, to, to make this work? Anywhere from about, probably the least I've used is about 30, I'd imagine. Wow. But I've used ridiculous amounts in some where it's been about 60, 50, something like that. God, you have to have a diary to write down what's what and where's where and everything. It must be a massive headache. There's so many unique patterns and stuff like, like for example, the drum beat, I'll have switches in snares, switches in kicks, and I'll make a new pattern for every single one, so I could have layers of about 10 just for a drum track or something like that. Cool. So let's hear this track, which is called... Ibiza.
You're listening to SNS Online with me, Nick Randall, with my special guest today, DJ producer Tom James. And if you want to comment about this or any other show, you can join our Facebook page, which is SNS Online, and Twitter, which is Scratch and Tweet. Shows are available on SoundCloud by searching out SNS Online and Mixcloud by looking for Nick Randell. I emphasise the L because it's EWL. Scratch and Sniff. So, Tom, I, I suppose you get to work with a lot of your favourite artists through remixing. But, I mean, who would be on your wish list for a proper collaboration? Pick anybody at all. Well, if I wanted to collaborate in dance music, I'd say it had to be Dead Mouse. My classic love for Dead Mouse, which has spanned over many years. <laughs> One of the tracks that you did that remind me so much of Dead Mouse, and if you'll agree with this, it's a progressive house track called Particles. That is probably the one I expected you to say, actually. Let's hear that. I thought it was fantastic, this track.
Now, apparently you're gonna be doing Latitude. Now, I think that is a massive crowning glory. How did you back that one? I mean, I'm not surprised you backed that one, but how did that go? Well, as I said earlier, me and Frosty, the local artist, have been collaborating with gigs recently. And through his college last year, he got the same sort of gig at Latitude. And this year, because I work with him now on a full-time basis, we now get the gigs together. And he got Latitude again, so that means I got Latitude again, Ren. That's amazing. I mean, tell us more about this this college thing. I mean, what, what's, the, what's the setup? Is it encouraging new talent? Is it through training or...? Well, because Access to Music, which is the college he goes to, is a music college. And these are all around the country, is that right? Is yeah. It... There's one in every major city, I do believe. Right. Yeah, and um, all the colleges have their artists on their courses they do and they encourage each one to do gigs maybe local maybe around the country but latitude is one of the sort of many pies they have their finger in music wise you're listening to scratch and sniff online with nick randall now I noticed uh, one of the your sort of musical genres that, that was was out there is is called trap. Now this is quite a new form of music. How would you describe trap? Well, trap is sort of it spanned from obviously the underground dance culture, but essentially it's really just American rap instrumentals. Right. Like, it's just hip hop with no vocals. Essentially, is what. So, it's so like. It's like the biscuit rappers and all that. Like. <laughs> well, yeah, or g- garage and all that. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially it's just sort of American rap, but instrumental-wise, right. made a bit more dance by the synths and the way they're made and stuff like that. Really. What's a good example of that that you're happy for us to give an airing? Well, I've just recently finished a new EP, which is all trap and all free as well. Um, probably one of the tracks on there called To The Club, which is featuring vocals from Iggy Azalea. Do you see, in terms of earning money, it has to be about live gigs? I would say a mixture of live gigs and live shows and obviously producing and earning money through sales of records and stuff like that. But 
music obviously is not the easiest thing to break into, especially when you haven't got all the connections around the place you live. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, would you like to own your own record label? How difficult would that be? Uh, it's probably something I'd aspire to in the future, but I'm not sure at the moment if I'd actually want one. I'd rather be on one than have one. Sure, sure. Scratch and sniff. Presumably you're talking about encouraging other talents as well. I mean, do you ever see yourself like teaching? And I'm always up for questions that people have when they say, I like that, how did you make that and stuff like that. Mm. So I'd always be up for teaching people and showing them the way if they ever wanted it. So, so in terms of connections now for people to find out about all your stuff, what, what ever ways for them to hear your music and to follow you? Well, SoundCloud's the main one I use. So mm-hmm. that's soundcloud.com slash UK, And that's why I house all my tracks so it's Tom James UK to search in SoundCloud. Yeah, and that's where I house all my tracks that I feel are ready to be out there and ready to be released. So sure. most of them will be free downloads. So When I put a song up on SoundCloud, I'll always make sure I share it on Facebook and Twitter. So all the followers I have on Twitter and all the people I have on Facebook should be able to see that. And then mm. hopefully it will get plays, comments, whatever from everyone cool. that's seen it. We always have a, what we call a Desert Island Risks slot. So uh, basically it's a track that you haven't done, but it sort of sums up to you why you're in this business or for personal reasons or whatever. Could be anything. Could be a Shakespearean sonnet, but I'm not expecting that. I mean, well, it could be. That is a hard question. But probably would be a Dead Mouse track, actually. Maybe one of his recent ones, The Velt, but probably Strobe, one of his older ones, because that is just a masterpiece. Let's hear it.
Okay, this is a bit of a sort of Hollywood type of question. What would be your ultimate dream? Where would you like to be headlining and, and you know, living and all the rest of it? Well, obviously everyone's dream when they're in music is to play at big festivals and big arenas and all that sort of thing. So you sort of, there's no sort of dream to be famous, but you kind of want people to notice you and have all your music and listen to all the new stuff you put out. So it's not really fame, it's more sort of recognition in music. Maybe a movie soundtrack one day, I'm not sure. <laughs> and on that note, Tom James, thank you so much for joining us on Scratch and Sniff. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks to the talented Tom James for sharing some of his musical secrets on the show. As a reminder, check out Tom's tracks on SoundCloud, some of which are free downloads by searching for Tom James UK and also Tom James Bales. You can also find him on Mixcloud as Tom James. Two of Tom's tracks have already been signed up for purchase via Beatport or iTunes, Disco Sura and Make Time. Tom's brother, Sean Bales, a.k.a. Jaded Kid, delights us with a set he's recorded especially for SNS in a companion show to this called Jaded Kid Hits for Dex, both available by searching for SNS online on SoundCloud. More shows in preparation, including Retro Dance Fest stroke interview with public service broadcasting. Take care, great peoples, and don't forget to keep dancing.